Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we're here to bring you all the action from the Haru Basho happening in Tokyo, Japan. Another big day of Sumo. It's Nakabi, day eight. And firstly, I want to issue an apology. <laughs> You've probably seen it on social media already, but if you hadn't, I accidentally put up day six yesterday when it was day seven. That was just because I was tired and I clicked on the wrong Look, file. No doubt day six was a classic. It was It was the only one we're going to listen to for the rest of the Basho. Yeah, I, I would say I'm going to support you putting it up again tonight. Yeah. I loved it. Let's do it. Yeah. Everybody listen to it again. Yeah. Let's get uh, let's get 10,000 listens on day six yeah. just by putting it up over and over again until the end of sumo. Just let yourself sit with it. It's a real grower. <laughs> well, let's move on to some sumo. Tomokaze, he's a name we haven't mentioned. Yes. <laughs> probably through our own neglect, but he fought today. We forgot about him for a few few days. He's down in Johnny Dunn. And the reason we are looking at him in particular, I mean, there's so many people in the lower divisions that we, we could be talking about. But one of the reasons for him is that he has been in Makuguchi. He was injured and he's fighting his way back now. Today, though, he was beaten by Atami Fuji. He's one of the new Isagahama boys. He's 18. He came out strong. He's big. He did not care one iota that he was facing an ex Makuchi, and it was it was a really good bout actually. He got on the belt and dumped Tomokaze, Tomokaze on the ground. Tomokaze now three and one in Johnny Dunn, so he's not going to get the Yusho because uh, Atami Fuji is on four zero. Well, there's still a bit of sumo to go. Come Maybe. On. Yeah. <laughs> I was calling that a bit early, wasn't I? But I mean, there's normally eight people on 4-0 at this yeah. stage and probably 15 at 3-1. So we'll see how he goes. I think slow and steady is the right thing for him to do here. Let's jump into Jurio. Jurio. And the first bout of the day was Kotokuzan. He's from Makushita. Makushita 3, in fact, and he took it to Bushozan and he rolled him down. Bushozan finding it hard to get his rhythm. He's 4-4 four and four after a really good start. Kotokuzan is 5-1, and one, so going well at the top of Makushita. Hey, let's remember that name. And with, um, with uh, who's out, it's, uh, you know, Koryuki and... Ikioi. Ikioi out, yes. Um, those top, we commented before that those top Makushita guys would be quite keen. And able to get into Jurio. So he's one to look out for. Nishikigi, he was turned around and flummoxed by Chiyonoumi, who moves to four and four. Nishikigi, three and five. And Ichi Yamamoto found an easy slapdown win today against poor old Tohakuryu, who's now one and seven. He's on the road to Kachikoshi. And Ichi Yamamoto is five and three. Uh, it was a back and forth affair between Jokoryu and Takakento. I reckon there were four possible points in this bout that could have been <laughs> won by either Rikishi, but in the end, Takakento twisted Jokoryu down for the win. He moves to 4-4, Jokoryu the same. Nishiki Fuji, I've written Nishikigi Fuji. Yeah. Uh, that's going to happen. <laughs> the number of times I've written that down, I swear, and the opposite, which is Nishi Fuji. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so I'm pretty sure this is Nishiki Fuji. He used the Norawa neck attack to dislodge the y larger Yago and move him across the bales. Nishiki Fuji is 4-4 four, four, and Yago is 3-5. and Kyoka Taisei had to throw every technique that he knew to beat the in-form Takagenji. Kyoka Taisei is 4-4, four, four, Takagenji is 5-3. Well, Azamari has been in form, but today not so much. Haku Yozan ran straight over him, taking him back and out. Haku Yozan 5 and 3, 
Azamari is the same score. And Mitori, another guy who hasn't shown so much form or around the other way this time, he hasn't shown much form. Wakamoto Haru, his opponent, has. But Mitori gets on the belt and swings Wakamoto Haru around and jumps him across the bales. Mitori, four and four, and Wakamoto Haru, five and three. It was a slap fest, surprisingly, between Chio Otori and Shohozan. And it ends with Shohozan down on his hands and knees, a much needed win to Chio Otori. He's two and six, Shohozan three and five. Here he comes, Chio Otori. I've got a feeling. The round boy. Uh, well, next up was a much anticipated bout. I think everyone in the sumo world yes. was paying attention to this one. Enho versus Ura. This was their first time meeting at any level. Yeah, I mean, I've seen quite a few polls around social media on this one. And surprisingly, people are kind of rooting for Ura. I actually voted for Enho in this one. It was like our friend Tim Sumo did one where it was, who who does your heart tell you you want to win? Yes. And then yeah. there was another one, who do you think you're going to win? And my heart was with Enho, actually. I was surprised. Uh, well, with all eyes on this bout, it did not disappoint. They both survived scares in the early parts of this bout before Ura threw Enho over the bales. But Enho hung in the air an impossible amount of time and landed on the ground outside the Tawada just as Ura stepped out. The Gyoji gave it to Ura, but a monoe was called. The replay looked very close here. It really did. Um, it looked to me like they both fell together. Um, and so I thought that this should have been a Torinaoshi. But uh, it was not called that way. No, it was, uh, the decision was upheld and it was given to Ura. I have no idea. This was frame perfect. They landed at the It really time. was because Enho hit the salt basket. So he, you could see, he was like right up in front of the camera. And then Ura's foot was just behind, just, and it was a step over the Tawara too, not like a tip or anything. Yeah, it was a clear step. So I thought it was quite clear to see, but maybe well, there was another angle. The mystery of sumo. Mm. So that's an Ura win here. Uh, he moves to 6-2 and Enho is on the same score. So both of these guys are very much at the top of Jurio at the moment. Let's move on. Ishiura ducks his head to get to the side of Kyokushuho before delivering him over the bales. Ishiura moves to 5-3. and Kyokushuho 2-6. and six. Churunoumi was too quick on his feet today, running circles around Daishomaru to move to 4-4. Four, four. Daishomaru is three and five. Well, speaking about the top of Jurio, it's Chiyomaru, and he is very slowly worked out by Tokushoryu. He does not win today. He tries to use Tokushoryu's arm to haul him out, but he steps out first. And so what this means is that both Enho and Chiyomaru, they were the two leaders yesterday on day seven. They've both lost today, and they're back with the pack. We'll hear who the pack is in a sec. It's not actually that large. Chiyomaru is now six and two and Tokushoryu two and six. The final bout of Jurio was Aqua and Aqua no Kachi. He runs forward at Sadno Umi who found no balance and no answer and bundles him out. A win to Aqua. He's four and four. Sadno Umi three and five. Well, let's look at the Jurio leaderboard. On six wins, we have Mr. Sumo Chiyomaru. And then the two Rikishi that we just saw face off against each other, Enho and Ura. That's quite a pack. Pack of three. Pack of three. I think you can call that a pack. Uh, at the middle day of this basho, lots of sumo to come. Great yeah. to see those names up there. There's a big pack on five wins, so still anyone's game. Let's jump in to Makuchi. Kaisei and Jurio Visitor, Jurio 3, Chiono. 
And Chiono actually takes down big boy Kaisei today. He is insistent on the belt. He tried once and then twice for the overarm throw, the Watanage, and he succeeds and he gets a great 180 flip along the way. Chiono calling the shots today. Didn't he look good? Yeah. He really matched Kaisei in strength and mostly matched him in speed. A big confidence boost to Jurio 3. Chiono or who moves to 5-3 and three with that win. Kaisei on 4-4. Four and four. Next up, Yutakiyama and Chiyoshoma. Yutakiyama was often racing out of the touchy eye, but Chiyoshoma wasn't ready. A big mata here. When they got going, this was all Yutakiyama as he attacked Chiyoshoma high, forcing him to move backwards and then stumble. Yutakiyama closed in and finished him off with a push down and Oshitoshi win for Yutakiyama. Much needed in this case. It is. It's two days in a row now for him, actually, which is nice after losing five times in a row. And he helps Chiyoshoma up off the ground. And he, Chiyoshoma actually took him up on it. You don't see this very often. Yeah, it was a beautiful act of sumo sportsmanship. Uh, Yutakiyama, it's building. It's building. It's his 400th bout today, actually, oh, really? in his career. So it was nice for him to get a win. Congratulations. He's three and five. Chiyoshoma, five, three. Akisayama came up next against Dayamami, two uh, very large fellows, but Dayamami much smaller overall, like a smaller version, a couple of Jurio buddies. Dayamami comes forward forcefully, grabs a left-hand outside grip and gets his other hand around Akisayama's body as well and crumples him to the ground. Akisayama down again. He was just a bit too good on the belt today, wasn't he, Dayamami? He was good. Yeah, and Akisayama just didn't get a chance. There was something that happened in the replay here. They showed a reverse angle and... You know, sometimes when you just catch it and you're, you're not thinking, I'm, I, I thought, who is Dayamami fighting? Yeah, right. Akisiyama looks amazing from the back. Really? I'm just saying head to toe. That's where that's <laughs> that's where you should shoot him from. That's not what I expected you to <laughs> no, say. No, no, I know. So it was a shot from the full back or a little bit on the, uh, the side? Mostly or? from the back, a little bit of angle. Yeah. Well, um, I guess a lot of people, he has a bit of a problem with the the frontal chest well, region, region. So maybe when you take that out of the equation. Look, I mean, we've seen it. I mean, the front yard is a bit of a mess, but the backyard Keeps it tight. Keeps it tight. Oh, muscly. Beautiful stuff. Lovely. Uh, despite the backyard being very neat and tidy, Akisiyama with that loss is four and four. Dayamami moves to the same score with that win. Tsurugisho up next against Aoyama, and Aoyama looked solid as the attacks were landing hard on the upper chest of Tsurugisho. This moved him back easily. As Aoyama moved in and unloaded the finishing blow, Tsurugisho gracefully pirouetted on the bales, sent Aoyama down to the ground, a Tsukiyotoshi thrust down win. This was a bit of a milestone for me. This was the first time that I've seen you absolutely devastated at an Aoyama <laughs> loss. You screamed. You're like, oh, no. No, that's and true. Like that's I've known true. you for long enough to know when there's like heartfelt passion yeah. in your voice. You were not putting that on. You felt really bad for Aoyama here. Look, he's pushed and thrust his way into my heart. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, being down at Maegashira 12, we're not used to seeing him fight down here. Yeah. And his sumo is good. It's positive. Yeah. And to see it, to see him robbed today mm. on the bales. I, I mean, think that Tsukiyotoshi right on the edge can sometimes be really devastating. I mean, we always yeah. used to see Tokushori doing it when he was getting his U show and it's just can be really devastating. I just think, yeah, I mean, it, this one was particularly good by Tsurugisho though. I think it just caught me by surprise yeah. and it winded me emotionally. <laughs> oh, it was, it was really funny at the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, he's four and four, Tsurugisho three and five. 
Chiatariu came up against Kotoeko and Chiatariu blasted out and Kotoeko shot backwards. I think he got hit quite hard. And then he slid in the dirt with one foot and Chiatariu took the moment to slap him down. I think this was a slip from yeah. an honest slip from Kotoeko. It didn't the slip didn't make him fall down, but it really gave Chiatari the time for the Hadikikomi. Yeah, I agree. I saw this as a slip and against Chiatari, a, a little thing like that is mm. going to have a big consequence and the consequence was Kotoeko hitting the dirt. Uh, with that loss, he's 5 and 3. Chiatari with the Hadikikomi slapdown win is 4 and 4. Hidenumi up next against Ryudan, and Ryudan was quick to establish both hands on the Hidenumi belt, and he was trying to pull Hidenumi off balance. But Hidenumi was amazing in his defence. He was making himself hard to move, and even stayed in this one after Ryudan temporarily rotated him 90 degrees. But the effort that Hidenumi had put in to keep this bout alive, stay on the defensive, it left him nothing in the tank, and eventually... Ryudan delivered a tired-looking Hidenumi over the bales. Yori Kitty win for Ryudan. I'm so glad that Ryudan was able to put him away here. He definitely should have been with that grip. Hidenumi was a little bit slippery, but uh, it was a good win for Ryudan. To, number one, get that position. Number two, carry it win. out. Yeah. <laughs> Finish it off. Ryudan, his three and five. Hidenumi, four and four. No double brother win today. Teretsuyoshi up against Tobizaru. We always enjoy this matchup on paper at least. Tobizaru got his left hand inside and his right hand was up high. So Teretsuyoshi's grip made uh, Tobizaru's arm kind of shoot up into the air. Teretsuyoshi had his left arm around Tobizaru and they locked up for quite a while in this position. And then Teretsuyoshi gets sick of it, locks his hands together behind Tobizaru's head and absolutely hauls Tobizaru around to the Tawara and pushes him out. It was like he was tearing the the lid off a tin can. Yeah. Just absolutely yanked his head over. I've never seen this move before where the one person locks their arms together and pulls. Yeah. Uh, Usually because you can't get your arm all around the body, I guess. Like maybe an arm lock um, would be the closest because you might be holding your hand there. But this was around his neck. I thought this was brilliant sumo from Mm. Teretsuyoshi. Tobizaru... Again, I think there were positive signs with him going, I'm going to get on the belt. Yep. Uh, but Teretsuyoshi just had a way out today. Yeah. I, I wasn't displeased with displeased. <laughs> what mm, am I, an English you professor? You displeased me. <laughs> um, Zaru, I wasn't um, unhappy with. Yeah, I thought he, he did fine here. But And so they gave us the two brothers back to back and yes. they delivered us two brother losses today, Hidenumi and Tobizaru. So Tobizaru with that loss is five and three. Teretsuyoshi on the same score. Tochinoshin and Midori Fuji were up next. Midori Fuji shot forward. He slammed a left hand on the Tochinoshin belt and started his forward movement. Tochinoshin was stunned here and he just couldn't get anything going as the much smaller Midori Fuji kept applying pressure, getting under the attacks, and then, out of nowhere, pulls Tochinoshin to the dirt. A Hikiyotoshi pull-down win for him. It was a real surprise. It yeah. happened really quickly, didn't it? It was very well, dramatic and exciting. It was. I did not expect this one to go this way, especially given Midori Fuji's form has been a bit patchy. Yeah. And the strength required to pull on the Moashi and, and drop someone like Tochinoshin, it's extreme. It is. Midori Fuji, three and five. Tochinoshin, same score. 
Tamawashi up next against Hoshori. And Tamawashi takes all his experience, bundles it up into a few sharp shoves, and Hoshori is out. Can't take the power of 17 years in sumo. Respect your elders. Yeah, the Hoshori touchy eye wasn't great today. Yeah. I mean, it was eclipsed, whatever he did, by Tamawashi's amazing speed and accuracy. Uh, but there wasn't a real chance for the young guy to do sumo today. No, he didn't do very much. Maybe he's a bit in awe of Tamawashi. Did you, know, you a little bit like? Did you jump on Clubhouse? Or we do we have any fresh uh, thoughts uh, from? He was fine because he loves Tamawashi, so he's like, oh. no, I don't know. <laughs> well, that would make sense. I mean, it, it was a Mongolian matchup. Yeah, Tamawashi definitely the senior and more experienced Rikishi. Tsukidashi win for him today. He's five and three. Hoshoryu with that loss moves two, four, and four. A big one up next, Chinakuni and Ichinojo. Chinakuni, of course, needing this win to stay with the leader pack. Out of the Tachiai, Chinakuni took it to Ichinojo, got in close, got in under the arms. Ichinojo attempts to go on the belt, but Chinakuni wiggles those hips, shrugs it off. Chinakuni worked his arms inside here and continued to make Ichinojo respond. And the second time Ichinojo found himself on the belt, he was actually able to transition that belt hold on Chinakuni to an arm lock and then drive Chinakuni to the ground. I was a bit disappointed here. Yeah. Well, he was out in front as well. He was one of the leaders. And because two of the other leaders, Terunofuji and Takeyasu, fight each other later, it means that he definitely will drop off. Um, the yeah. number one position. It's only day eight. That doesn't matter at all. But it's nice to keep up with with that sort of thing at this point, at least. Uh, yeah. Once I stopped um, crying deeply, uh, Chinakuni doesn't need to be in this Yusho race. I think this Basho just is about consistency, staying injury free, establishing his position at Makuchi. That's what I'm telling myself. You've been very firm on his slow return. Yeah. I think at Maegashira 9, just a few more Basho here to get his confidence and his body back. All good. Well, can we talk about Ichinojo as well? Oh, I should let we? him yes, slide we by. I thought that was great it, from him. It was brilliant. He handled that Chiyonokuni pressure so well. He, it's like he kept himself in this just long enough to find an opening. And when it was there, he took it and moved like lightning. Yeah, he really clamped down on Chionokuni's left arm and just was relentless and then got it again at the end. And Did you get a look at his face? Well, I did actually. I didn't know whether to bring this up because it's it's a bit against what I've been saying so far. <laughs> but actually for the first half of the bout, the face wasn't activated. Okay. So I don't know what that means. Is, is there activation face which works but also concentration face yeah. which works? Well, you don't want to put too much effort into animating the face. Yeah, well, that's why I didn't things. want to bring it up because it's it's gone against my. Uh, but I'm not ashamed to admit. Yeah, I, I, I'm a scientist. I was a long, long time ago. I'm not a, afraid to try out a hypothesis. Yeah, and all I would say is let's collect some more data. Ichinojo with that win is five and three. Chinakuni six and two. <laughs> Endo was up next against Kagiyaki, and Endo went straight to his favourite front of the Mawashi at Mitsu grip. He doesn't get it, though, but he still steps Kagiyaki back because he's fussing so much at the front of Kagiyaki's belt. Uh, Kagiyaki tries to shove him away, but he's already on the back foot, and despite a bit of a Norowa-style rally from Kagiyaki, it's a fairly easy pushover from there for Endo. Well, it was 
just workmanlike balanced sumo from Endo yeah, Eking today. out a couple of wins. I would say. Well, a he's radiant moved. smile from him, of course. Yeah, you don't see that too often. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, and going in to day eight at four and four, I think would be a welcome relief for Endo and, and Endo fans around the world. Kagiyaki faces the other um, part of that equation. He goes, or he goes into the second week at three and five. Mm-hmm. The next bout of the day was Kodnawaka and Okonomi. This one looked like it was all Okonomi out of the touchy eye. He just looked too strong and too fast for Kodnawaka. Kodnawaka. He had to use the doyo. He stepped around and, and he used that to stay out of Okonomi's range. Okonomi was aiming high with his thr- thrusting attacks, but when he did approach on one occasion, Konnawaka locked up the arms, pulled Okonomi forward and then swung him to his feet, literally the point where his feet were. He had to jump out of the way. Katasukashi win for Konnawaka. It was, and when he jumped, he, um, his back leg sort of went up in a... Beautiful ballet move, Nureya V, your heart out. I don't know how he stayed inside the ring here. It was it was really impressive from Gordon Walker. Yeah, it was fast, responsive sumo from the young man. It was a Katasukashi win as well, actually. So the under-shoulder swing down from Kodonowaka. That Kimarate is so hot right now. So popular. <laughs> All the cool kids are doing it. He is three and five <laughs> and Okanumi is two and six. Hokuto Fuji, so exciting, up next against Shimano Umi. What can he do here? Well, he has very powerful up, upper chest pushes. He chases Shimano Umi around the ring. Shimano Umi gets pushed out, which is the end, but it's not the end because Amonoe was called. Now, you saw it. I didn't, but yeah. it looks like yeah, Hokuto I saw, Fuji had stepped out. Yeah, I saw. I thought I saw a puff of dirt guy, but it happened so quickly and we were looking elsewhere. But my perifs that were tuned in, they, are they saw it. So when we looked at the replay, yeah, we saw beyond doubt, uh, Hokuto Fuji's left foot uh, scraped, well, it actually slipped off the Tawara. Yeah. You could yep. see on the replay there. Yep. I don't know whether to call this bad luck or a mistake. I think it's a mistake because anytime you're up on the Tawara, you have that risk yes. of slipping off it. And it didn't feel like he needed to be there. No, he was staggering a yeah, bit. Exactly, mm. yeah. Yeah, because he was quite a long way from Shimonomi and he wanted to, you know, he'd been put off balance and he wanted to get to Shimonomi for that final push. <laughs> so this, the Kimarate here was given as an Isamiyashi, which is the inadvertent uh, step out. Uh, it's one of the five non-techniques that you can win by. Shimonomi was very, very confused here. Did you see him afterwards? He still didn't know I didn't why actually. he won. Yeah, right. Uh, and as far as we know, well, actually, they did report on the Hanimichi interview and that he said he still didn't know why he'd won. Oh, really? And they had to explain it to him. <laughs> didn't they say it in the Monoi uh, announcement? So a few important things here. Uh, this breaks a four-day winning streak from Hokuto Fuji. Mm-hmm. He was really building something there. Shimonumi, this win breaks a six-day losing streak from him. Mm. So an important one that went the way of this uh, non-technique. Yeah, I mean, he'll take it, of course. Oh, he'll take it. I'm sure once someone sits down and shows him the tape a few times (laughs) to say, this is why you won, he'll get it. uh, But not a great way to bring up your second win at Maegashira 3, Shimano Umi 2 and 6, Hokuto Fuji 5 and 3. Wakataka Kage next up against Onosho. 
at the touchy eye, Wakataka Kage took one giant step to the left as Onosho came forward. Now, did you see this as a henker? I saw it as a meet and move. It was a meet and move. Okay. Did On- you see it as a henker? Ah, uh, it was henker-esque. Yeah. Had strong notes and overtones of henker. Yeah. Whiff. A whiff. Whiff of. Yes. <laughs> Onosho did what he could to stabilise, but Wakataka Kage slammed a hand on Onosho's neck and guided him over the bales. Oshidashi. I heard Hiro yesterday on the English language broadcast uh, talk about a thing that I had never considered in sumo before. With a win like this, for 15 days, he said it takes a lot of effort to go full on every single day. Hey, who are you talking to? I know. I know. You know. (laughs) We know. (laughs) So what I'm saying is I'm really going to phone in some podcasts from oh, here on. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the henker or the podcast equivalent of a henker? Oh, it's just, just letting things pass. And, yeah, You're okay. just like, okay, second bout of the day, third, third bout, bout of, of the day. day. <laughs> <laughs> Final bout. Oh, it's pretty important. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I love it. Um. So what was I saying that, uh, oh, yeah, just that it's hard to go out full on every day and that sometimes it's important for their health, even though these are like two-second bouts sometimes, um, to to figure out a couple of ways of winning with certain opponents that they can do reasonably quickly and easily. And I was like, I've never oh, thought sorry. of that before. Do they actually think about that? No, they don't. This is this is just being a henker apologist. Come on. <laughs> I don't think it was even about a henker. So it was something yesterday. Oh, I guess it must have uh, it must have been like stepping out of the way or stepping around the back. Or maybe it was Kirabiyama's um win against Asanayama. I don't think it was that. Um if you remember, let us know. But um it was just something I'd never thought of that the moves the straightforward down the line sumo is important, but having a few tricks up your sleeve to get yourself an easy win if you're tired is just as important. No, well, I disagree with you. I disagree. Tell us what you guys think. Yeah. Because I just never thought of that as in your arsenal to have a, you know, to use a meet and move. A rest day. I mean, it is a good ploy against Onosho, I should say as well. It was a very good ploy because Wakataka Kage picked up the win. He's four and four on Osho two and six. Takara Fuji and Mitakumi were next. Mitakumi driving forward, but Takara Fuji raises his elbow and locks them up, stops the, the forward drive of Mitakumi. From here, Mitakumi was leaning on Takara Fuji's chest, his head uh, beautifully pillowed um, on the upper body. Both right hands are clasped at this point. I love seeing this and we commented on this at the time because it's such a small element. They're both fighting for position with their hands clasped, trying to shove each other off the belt or um, stop them getting that grab. But uh, they did this for a while, but then it was Mitakumi who initiated, stood Takarafuji up and uh, got him out. Yeah, it was really Mitakumi's persistence here. He worked so hard at breaking that uh, Takarafuji defence. I don't mind Mitakumi's effort today. No, I thought it was pretty good. But with that loss, Takara Fuji is one and seven. Yeah. We are in the middle of a recession, I think, with him. He's in trouble. This, he's, a, he's a bit behind in his paperwork. He <laughs> I think he's answered many emails. He sat at his desk one too many days booking a holiday. Uh, I, we know that Maigashira ones have rough first weeks, but 
one seven, not a great way for him to head into week two. Yeah, and often we say it's one seven, but they've done great sumo. I'm not sure he has this time. No, I, I don't think he's had a chance to do his style of sumo, and I yeah. say that seriously. Mm. I, I thought today he at least settled himself, and I thought maybe he could generate something against Mitakumi, but Mitakumi, too good in the end. He moves to four and four, as we said, Takarafuji at Magashira one, one and seven, road to Kachikoshi. It's only uh, eight more wins. Seven more wins. He can do it. He can do it. Easy. Well, next bout of the day, this was the big one. We had Sekiwake, Terunofuji, up against Komasubi Takiyasu. Both of these rikishi coming into this bout 6-1. The winner of this bout will take the lead into the second week. How were you feeling before this one? Uh, I was was needing a bit of a run around the couch. Got out the bucket. We got the buckets out. Let's see what happens. It was a huge clash as their bodies met, and Takiyasu seemed determined to pressure Terunofuji early. Takiyasu, he was working in and under the Terunofuji attacks, which kept Terunofuji high and let Takiyasu work a left hand onto the belt. As Terunofuji desperately tried to escape, Takiyasu cleverly positioned himself uh, around the side of Terunofuji, and he used this lateral attack to keep him uh, unbalanced and pressured Terunofuji towards the bales, and he finished him off. What a win. Sometimes you discover who you want to win when yeah. somebody wins. <laughs> <laughs> and what I discovered was that I was really, really happy that Takiyasu went, uh, won. This was a huge test uh, for him, I thought, today. Terunofuji, well, in the first six days at least, was looking unstoppable. And we've seen a couple, well, no, actually not the first six days. He was beaten three days ago, but an amazing achievement to beat such an informed Rikishi. Yeah. Future Ozeki. Takiyasu must be a bit his nemesis because he was, the head-to-head between them was 7-11 coming into this, Takiyasu's way. That's fine. A lot of these uh, happened in the past. Yeah. But he had won nine of the last 10 matches Who Takiyasu had? Terunofuji. Yeah, and now 10 ah. of 11. And they happened in um, 2016, 2017. So that was a while ago. But then the 2020 and 2011. Wow. <laughs> 2020 and 2021. Yeah. <laughs> when are 2010 we? 2010 plus 11 is what you meant to say. That's right. So he has had the upper hand. That's a long-winded way of saying he has the upper hand against Terran Fuji. Yeah. And Incredible. it's a surprise. Incredible. Mm. Yeah, I loved this performance today. Komasubi Takiyasu takes the lead. He's seven and one with that win. Sekiwake Terunofuji is six and two. Gives me a little heart flutter, the old seven and one. I don't mind it at this point. Yep. Tell you what. Can you do it? Meisei up next against Takanosho. And there was a crack at the touchy eyes. They came together. And Meisei kind of rebounded against uh, Takanosho, who comes back at him with a Nodawa. But Meisei finds strong footwork, a great chest position, and a Nodawa of his own. And Takanosho can't stop him. It's the second upset in a row, maybe, if you'd call the Takayasu win an upset. Um, look at their history here. So they've met now six times. Takanosho has never beaten Meisei. Really? I didn't even look at that they one. They met twice in Makushta, twice in Jurio, and now twice in Makuchi. Wow. And Meisei's beaten him every single time, which is no mean feat. Meisei's looking really good at the moment. He's five and three. Um, and Takanosho is that score as well. But uh, yeah, Meisei just strong with the thrusting. He's getting a bit of um, impetus from seeing Daisho do that style of sumo, maybe a little bit, mostly in January. And to contrast with Takarafuji, Meisei's losses, he's been in them and he's been doing sumo. Mm. 
So great signs for him. We often say that about Mesa, actually. He, he always tries his best. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Takanosho with that loss, you've said the scores, 5-3. Mesa, same score. Next bout, Ozeki Shodai and Maegashira for Kiribayama. I, there was a feeling of dread here. Exactly. Dread. Exactly. Absolute dread. I felt really bad. Oh. It's the opposite. What's the opposite of running around the couch and getting the bucket? Oh, sitting still, head in hands, yep. I think, for this one. Uh, when they got going, um, Short Eye showed a much more positive touchy eye than we've seen from him. He moved into Kiribayama's personal space, got close and worked a left hand onto the belt. Kiribayama held the upper body of Short Eye. And Shodai, though, at this point, managed to swing Kiribayama around the doyo. Shodai nearly faltered here as he tried to reposition his belt grip inside, and Kiribayama counterattacked quickly there, but Shodai steadied the ship and he bodied Kiribayama over the bales. Few. Few indeed. Well, few if you're a Shodai fan, I guess. Few for me. I think I tried to analyse my feelings at the end of that, and I was I was very happy about it. Um. I'm, I was glad that he could combat Kiribayama's good position because yeah. I thought he did really well, well there. I'm glad the losses aren't becoming a landslide because mm. I think he could get in his own head. And Jeez. Well, I think if, he, if he'd lost today, yeah. that was the danger. Yeah. To go in 3-5, suddenly he looks very, very beatable losing to a rank and filer, even though Kiribayama is in red hot form at the moment. Yeah, after those last two days. I mean, he had every chance in the world here. Yeah. But couldn't quite pull it off. He also fell on Takakesho. Oh, that's <laughs> said, nice. <laughs> said a little sorry to him on the way back up. Yep. He's like, oh, sorry, mate. He's three and five, Kiribayama. And Shodai with that win, Ozeki Shodai, he's four and four. Wouldn't be loving that. But at least, as you said, he got the win today. Ozeki Takakesho came up against Miyogiryu. And I thought here that Miyogiryu just let Takakesho run this from start to finish. It took a while. It wasn't super quick, but Miyogiryu didn't really try anything to stop Takakesho coming forward, didn't try anything to stop his thrusts. And we know that there is a few, fair few things that you can try to stop Takakesho. We've seen it. Surprisingly defensive from Miyogiryu. Well, he tried to out Takakesho Takakesho. Mm. Was trying to out thrust him, and it's like that. This is not going to work. Front on, front on, and I think that's the main thing. We've seen Rikishi have great success making Takakesho chase them, moving around the doyo. But Miyogiryu, he made a mistake. I think, yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. He is five and three. Ozeki Takakesho five and three. So we've had two Ozeki wins so far. There hasn't been a day so far when all three have won together. Okay. So let's well, see what happens. That brings us to the final bout of the day, the Sumo Mainichi Honorary Sekiwake Daesho, even though he's actually Komasubi, up against Ozeki Asunayama. Daesho. Just exploded out of the touchy eye here. He caught Asunyama high, powered forward, just crushed Asunyama back and over the bales. Big, big win from the boss. Yeah. He's found some timing, hasn't he? Wow. Yeah, I mean, we said it yesterday. It's like, oh, this is the day show we saw. And for him to pull that out today against uh, Asunyama, who is very good on the defensive, good at locking up that kind of power. Oh, boy. He got absolutely rinsed. Do you think that? Um, Asanyama just didn't do much off the Tachiyo, or do you think he was surprised by the speed I, of uh, That's a. I think it was just too fast and too much. Mm. And you watch the replay too, just where those attacks were landing, they were, 
it just flicked Asanyama's head back yeah. and he just didn't have a chance to really settle Settle himself. Yeah, and we have commented on that before that he doesn't always find it easy when he's bent over backwards. But then since then, I feel like we've seen him deal with it a couple of times. Yes. But today it was it was no. either too much or it was too much of a surprise or yeah. he was I mean, off balance. If you want to go and have a look at this one, I, I think this really shows when Daesho is good, he's mm. unstoppable. Mm. Two losses in a row for Asanyama. All three Ozeki did not win today. They haven't in eight days. Uh, he lost wow. against Kiribayama yesterday, Daisho obviously today. Um, and Daisho, that's three wins for him. So Asanayama today, Mitakuyumi and Takanosho. So wow, big scalps. Bad, actually in the end. Um, Asanayama five and three, Daisho, as I mentioned, three and five. Let's have a look at the leaderboard because I like to say it, Takayasu out in front on seven wins. Uh, then on six wins we have Terunofuji and Chionokuni. So he has stayed up there. And then a big pack uh, on five wins, which I won't read out. You can go and have a look. There's a lot of them. Yeah. It's really set up for an interesting second week. Mm. Yeah, it really is actually. It's got a different flavour, this one, again. We know Takayasu has never won a Yusho. Yeah. A lot of the ricochet around him in Sanyaku have, even if it's only been one. I just honestly got a head spin thinking about Takayasu winning a Yusho. If... I know we shouldn't even say it now, but like if it comes down to it or if it's like a really tight finish with him, I'm going to like faint or something. Yeah. We'll, I think we'll need an ambulance oh, with the engine running we'll out pre-order the front it. Of Pre-order it. <laughs> I don't know oh. if you can do that, but I love the concept. <laughs> I can't think of any, uh, any <laughs> bad uh, effects of that in the, in the community. All right. Well, let's move on and have a look at the bouts for tomorrow. So Takayasu takes on... Or North Shore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. Well, anything could happen there. Terunofuji takes on Miyogiryu, who he has a very good track record, 11-3 against. And Chiyonokuni takes on Tamawashi. Interesting. So a very uh, tricky opponent for Chiyonokuni tomorrow. Uh, other Sanyaku ones we should keep an eye out for. Takakesho takes on Mitakumi in the last bout of the day. Yep. And Shodai has to take on Daesho. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so some big ones. Asuniyama takes on Shimano Umi. Terunofuji takes on Yogiryu. Takanosho and Kirabiyama go at it. And Takarafuji takes on Hokutafuji. Okay. They're not Sanyaku, just like those guys. Yep. I like them too. Thank you so much for listening to Sumo Manichi today. It's day eight, Nakabi. We've loved bringing it to you and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Yeah.